Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, you champions? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. Today, we're going to talk about how to follow your intuition. You know, I think this isn't going to get as many clicks, but for you champions who did click on it, I give you a big salute. You are a fucking legend, and you're the kind of guy that's going to get success in life because I honestly believe when you learn to follow your intuition, your life gets so much better, man, so much better. Once I learned to follow my gut, to follow... What I feel is spirit. Now, now, bear with me here. I'm going to tell you how to do this spiritually as well as how to do it logically. But for me, I'm a very spiritual person. When I learned how to follow that spirit, my life just absolutely exploded in ways I can't even explain to you. It's just been absolutely crazy. And I've gotten pretty good at following that intuition. And sometimes it's hard to read whether or not it's intuition or fear or some other thing that's urging you to make a certain decision. So we're going to try to clarify that today. I'm going to give you all the wisdom that I've accumulated about intuition and how to follow it so that you too can live the easiest, the best, the most peaceful life possible and make all the money, get all the girls, avoid people who are going to be blood-sucking parasites who are going to make your life worse and who many of you, including me, have run into and you were completely duped by these people and you didn't know why. So if you're a man listening, if you're a woman listening, this pertains to all of us and I'm excited to share this with you. These are some of my favorite things to talk about, including how to attract women because that shit just fascinates me. But I love this kind of spiritual stuff. I love living on that higher level, going beyond the five senses, right? I really do believe it is a sixth sense. But as I alluded to earlier, even if you don't believe in all that airy-fairy spiritual new age bullshit, this is still really going to work for you. So to preface this conversation, we are first going to talk about the scientific aspect of following your intuition. So there's a thing you may have heard of. It's called your reticular activation system, RAS, reticular activation system. The way it works is essentially this. You can only pay attention to so much during a given moment. So while your brain is taking in thousands and thousands of different pieces of information, your conscious mind can only assess a certain fraction of that. So what's happening is all this information is coming into your head but you're essentially choosing what it is to focus on and then you make your decision based off that. So the subconscious mind is constantly analyzing situations. There's a depth to your intelligence that is far deeper than what your conscious mind can do. And that's what gives us those certain nudges when we have an important decision to make about something that we've been exposed to. So say you're gonna buy a new car. You look at the car, you listen to the salesman, you hear about all the different options in the car. And then something inside you just doesn't feel right about it. And I'm going to tell you kind of how to listen to that and what to look for. But something inside you, maybe it's in your gut or if you're like me, it's kind of in your chest. You just know that this isn't the right decision. Well, what may have happened, now again, I think there's more of a spiritual element, but this too also applies. What may have happened is you took in a bunch of information and even so much as seeing something in the contract that wasn't fair to you and that was basically going to screw you over and your subconscious mind is just throwing out those red flags like, dude, don't buy this car. It's a complete ripoff. Skip this. Run away. Now, for many of us, we fall in love with the car and there are so many things we like about it that we still pull the trigger on it. And then, of course, 
it breaks down because the idiot mechanic who worked on the car before you bought it accidentally left an Allen wrench in the fourth cylinder and the fucking thing just doesn't work and you get totally blown out and you're like, God to the damn it, I should have followed my intuition, you idiot. Why didn't you follow that? Because many times emotions get in the way of intuition, which we're going to discuss the difference between those two. Now let's talk about more of the spiritual element. I believe that there's forces inside of you that go beyond what we perceive as present day reality. I believe that we are connected spirit. I believe there's a collective consciousness. I even believe there's people or spirits or even angels on the other side that help us. And they yell at you and say, dude, do not sleep with this girl. She has gonorrhea, the clap. Your penis is going to look like Willy Lump Lump first thing tomorrow morning. So skip this chick. And then you're like, yeah, I'm going to skip this chick. And you make the right decision. Because I believe that those voices are called to us from the other side, if you will, or even within yourself that your soul knows certain things that you're not privy to on the conscious level. So take this for what it's worth. You could either agree with me and say that there's more than just this reality. And there are things, intelligences, even people on the other side that are trying to help us. Or if you'd like, your own soul knows certain things, a super intelligence that's more intelligent than you are. And it screams at you to do certain things and not do certain things. Or if you're more scientifically minded, you can agree that we have an RS, we're taking in lots of information and we get intuitive nudges based on those pieces of information to do something or not to do something. So what's the difference between an intuitive nudge and just fear or desire? So what I found is that an intuitive nudge often feels more pure and it's never based in fear. So anytime I have an intuitive nudge, I always ask myself, is this based in fear? Me being fearful about what might happen here. So for example, you go to buy that car and you're worried about what your parents might think of you because it's a Mustang or something like that. It's like a 69 Mustang and it's a collector's piece and you think that your dad and your mom are gonna frown at you about it. So while you're buying it, everything feels really good. It feels really positive, but then you just think about what these people are gonna say to you and how they're going to disapprove of you, which comes from fear. And then you think that's your intuition saying, don't do it, and then you don't do it, and you miss out on a good opportunity. Whereas when intuition nudges you in the right direction, it always feels good, it always feels peaceful, it always just feels right, and it's really hard to explain, but I really feel that we're connected in where you can tell the difference. So Marissa and I are buying a new home and it's pretty expensive. Right now, the housing market in Colorado is absolutely insane. Some of you guys might wrinkle your eyebrows at me knowing I'm buying a house in this market, but we're selling a home that's going to give us a gigantic, gigantic profit from it. And we're putting that into this new home. We're going to refinance because I understand the interest rates are insane right now. Please don't email me about it. I know the situation, but based on supply and demand, this is really a perfect fit for us. We've been looking, and if you've been listening to my podcast for any amount of time, we've been looking for like two years. We found the absolute fucking perfect spot. And when we were applying, I was looking for those intuitive nudges and they just kept coming to me. What also kept coming were serendipitous numbers that would line up. For example, our address is like a perfect stack of numbers that just goes perfectly in line with 
what I always feel is spirit talking to me. Some of you guys know that I have 1111 tattooed on the inside of my wrist. When I see 1111 on the clock, now some of you may say, well, that's just your reticular activation system just looking for 1111. But I believe when I see it on the clock, it's spirit talking to me saying, hey, you're on the right course, keep doing what you're doing. So when we won the house, not only did the address line up perfectly, it was in the exact location I wanted it to be. The final square footage of the lot, as well as the house itself, lined up into perfect serendipitous numbers. And get this, man, the plans that were drawn up for the house were drawn up on my birthday, on my fucking birthday, 2-3-23. So it's set up at the top. It said 2-3-2-3. And I was like, holy hell, this is a sign. But in addition to that, we did the math, right? We said, this is a good investment. We're going to be here for probably 15 years. It's going to definitely appreciate. There's actually a speedway across the street from where we're going to live. It's called Bandamere Speedway. And that place is really fucking loud. And it was preventing me from wanting to live there. But literally, the day before we applied, Bandamere said that they were closing. So they close, we fucking apply, and now that place is just going to appreciate. We actually think it's going to appreciate by probably 100000 by the time we close. So we feel it's a good investment, and it just felt right. It just felt kind of like being wrapped in a warm blanket. Now, I know that analogy is a little bit stupid. It's a little airy-fairy, a little new age, but it's the best way I can explain it to you. When your intuition is telling you, yes, go for this, it should just feel good like being wrapped in a warm blanket, like just feeling good, like when you were a kid and your mom made you chicken noodle soup and you came inside and it was just one of your favorite memories when you were a kid. That feeling is the same feeling you're gonna get with that intuitive nudge that's pushing you towards certain things. Now, what happens when that thing is a bad thing? You feel a sickness in your stomach, kind of like when you were sprayed with diarrhea in sixth grade. Or in my situation, You were at the trampoline park with your three and a half year old. You went to go sit down on a fucking bench and you put your hand in something sticky and slimy and you had no idea what the fuck it was. So what you did is you ran from that bench to the bathroom, moving faster than Hussein Bolt, the world record holder of the 100 yards, and you fucking washed your hands. That disgusting feeling that you get, that's your intuition telling you not to pull the trigger on something. So back to the Mustang example. You really want this Mustang. It feels good. You read through the paperwork. Your RAS assessed that it's a good deal. Everything seemed to line up. And if you want to bring spirituality into this, it just seems serendipitous, just like my house purchases. Okay. But you started to feel a little bit scared because you know your parents would wrinkle their eyebrows at you. They wouldn't approve of your decision. I still feel that that's a good decision. So you need to differentiate between making the decision based on your intuitive nudge and making an emotional decision. I believe yet again that when it's a proper decision from a positive aspect, it just feels peaceful, it feels right, and the universe seems to conspire to help you. Doors open where you didn't think they would open. Serendipitous things happen, like numbers line up. In my case, in the case of a Mustang, maybe two other people pulled out immediately before you got there. And when you saw the thing, it just hit you and you're like, yes, that's fucking it. On the other hand, when you meet a chick at the nightclub whose nickname is the Python and a bunch of people are telling you like, dude, don't fuck with that chick. And when you meet her, she's just so banging and you want to get that ass. But you know 
that there's something wrong with her. You just feel intuitively like, man, walk away. She has bad energy. She has a bad reputation, just doesn't feel right. Don't do it. Then you have to follow that intuition rather than a fear of, let's say you meet a super hot girl in a nightclub. It just works out. The conversation flows. She wants to meet you again, but you're scared because she's so goddamn hot. That's fear preventing you from moving on something that's positive for you. So it takes a little practice. Now, one of the best ways to really get intuitive is to meditate. If you were to meditate just for 10 minutes a day and get into that quiet place, you're going to get more in touch with either spirit, which is what I believe, or the subconscious mind, which I also believe. I believe both in the RAS and I believe in the spiritual stuff. So I feel there's a ton going for me. And man, I just follow my intuition. Even when a dude emails me like one of you guys apply, I swear to fucking God, I can tell if you're going to become a client. From the second you apply, I just read your name and then something hits inside of me and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm going to know this guy. I'm going to work with this guy. It happens with every single client. And even on my coaching calls, I'm so in the flow that when a guy's talking, I just know what he really wants. I know what he really needs to hear. I even know when a guy has a question when he doesn't even raise his hand. I'm just like, Adam, go ahead with what you thought. And he's like, oh, well, this is what I thought. And they don't even know how I know. I just feel things intuitively and I trust it. And that's another step in this is to trust your intuition. It is right. It has your back. And the more you trust it, the more you execute on it, the better and better it gets and the better and better your life gets. So going back to meditation, I recommend about 10 to 20 minutes a day, quieting your mind, and that clears out all the crap so that you can get more intuitive with what you need to do in life. Now, if you ever have a question such as me buying that house, and I'm like, man, I don't know. It's like, I can't tell if this is my fear trying to prevent me. I can't tell if I'm just excited about this because I'm pumped to be getting an awesome house right next to the fucking mountains in between Denver and literally boys right on the fucking mountain. Like I could throw a stone out of my house and hit the mountain and then Denver is behind us. Fuck yeah, dude, we fucking crushed it. I don't know if I just want to buy this house because it's such an excellent location. There's mountain biking, there's fly fishing, there's just everything right there. Or is it my intuition telling me like, yeah, dude, execute on this because it's a big investment. So what you do is you ask yourself that question and you sit in meditation for 10, 15, 20 minutes, you will get the answer. And once again, what is the answer? It's being wrapped in that warm blanket. It's your mom's embrace at the end of a long day when you were a kid. It's your dad protecting you when you were a child and you were scared and he came and wrapped his arms around you. It's that feeling of safety, of peace, of being okay, and just feeling good. Execute on that shit. The bad feelings, again, it's like your face just got sprayed with shit mist. There's just something inside of you telling you, dude, turn away, get away. And you know what it's like? It's like walking into 7-Eleven and having some skeezy ass motherfucker who you can tell just came out of prison. And I'm not insulting guys in prison. I actually work with a lot of dudes who came from prison. But what I'm saying is this guy's on his way back to prison, if you know what I'm saying, okay? And you just get a bad feeling about him. And you're like, dude, walk away, man, walk away. I feel like this guy's about to rob this fucking place. And many times you're right. When you go to a house party, for example, and there's just a bad vibe in that room and you're like, ooh, this doesn't feel good, that's your intuition telling you, bad juju here, bro, bad vibes, turn around and walk away. 
Whereas when you go into a house where everybody's warm and inviting and it just feels good, again, that warm blanket being wrapped around you, that's your intuition saying, okay, I'm picking up on energies. My reticular activation system has assessed all the information. This feels right. As opposed to walking up to a house party and it's like in that movie Training Day when Denzel Washington brings Ethan Hawke to that Mexican party. Do you remember that part? I don't know if you saw it. They're all listening to Cypress Hill. Four and three and two and one. This old motherfucker got him a gun. Blam, I took one to the kneecap. Things happened so fast that I dropped my strap. And you're walking to that party and you're like, holy shit, I'm about to get fucking shot in the head, which is what happened in training day. Next thing you know, Ethan Hawke gives his gun to the Mexican gangster. He takes the magazine out, throws it to his boy. What an idiot, dude. Never give your sidearm to a motherfucker when you're in his house. And then they try to take him into the bathtub and kill him. God, that movie is good. And gentlemen, if you want to learn about frame control, go watch that movie, Training Day. Pay attention to Denzel Washington. He will show you exactly what the fuck a strong frame is. But when he's walking up to that party and they're blasting Cypress Hill and they're all staring down at him and you can tell they're packing Glocks in every single one of their waistbands, might be a good idea to follow your intuition, turn around and walk out of those situations. So again, boys, your intuition is there to help you. I really believe that. There is an intelligence to you that is far deeper than the conscious mind. Even if you don't believe in all the spirituality stuff as I do, there is a depth to you that is well beyond what your mind could ever conjure. Your mind is literally the tip of the iceberg and underneath your subconscious mind is all that intelligence. And if you believe, as I do, that there's something more spiritual to it, I believe we're tapped into the super consciousness, which is the intelligence of everything. And ideas come out of the ether to you when you're open to it. When you get that intuitive nudge, it's spirit talking to you saying, dude, do this, pull the trigger on this, move forward with the shit. It is going to help you. And as you get good following your intuition, you're going to use it on everything that you do from women to business to deals where you're buying a car, for example, to selling and buying houses, to your everyday kinds of things like, hey, don't get on that freeway, man. I just feel bad about it. Or, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate, don't get on that plane, bro. I just feel bad feeling about this shit. Listen to me, please. This is the one lesson I want you guys to take. If you're standing in line at fucking Spirit Airlines and you're like, this motherfucker's gonna crash, then do, do not get on. I don't care how much your friend or your girlfriend or your family are like, dude, what are you talking about? You're crazy, man. You're just tripping. Follow your intuition when it comes to that shit. When it comes to getting in a guy's car who's been drinking, when it comes, of course, to a girl who has a reputation that isn't so good or even a girl that seems perfect and you're like, ah, I just don't feel right about this chick. Guys, I have passed on so many girls who I later found out were just fucking homewreckers, were Hurricane Ashleys, who were just low vibrating people who were going to bring me down. And women listening, same thing with dudes. If you have a bad feeling about a dude, don't get in his car, don't go on the date with him, don't go to his apartment, because in my opinion, your intuition is constantly there to help you. And lastly, boys, I want to say this, you know, I've mentioned some pretty spiritual things over the last few weeks. That's because I do what I tell you guys to do, not give a fuck about what other people think. Be true to who you are. Stand in your own frame. And if people don't get it, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. That's what being an unapologetic man is. So believe what you believe, shout it from the rooftops and fuck anybody who doesn't agree with you because their opinion doesn't matter. What you think of me is none of my business. 
I'm here to try to help you, and I'm gonna do that in any way possible. Whether you believe as I do in spirit or whether you just wanna take the scientific approach, you have something within you that is an internal nudge that is directing you to the best direction possible for your life, the direction to peace, the direction to joy, the direction to happiness, and the avoidance of suffering. So follow that shit, trust that shit, because in my opinion, you are a very powerful being who knows a whole hell of a lot more than you might think you do. I'm gonna leave you with that. Gentlemen, I do appreciate you listening. As a reminder, I drop podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays. I got an awesome one coming up on Thursday, back to how to attract women, back to how to be the best fucking man we can be. So when we get to our deathbed, We nod our head like a fucking warrior does, saying that, yeah, I took the cards I was dealt and I made the meanest hand possible. That's what this podcast is all about. I do appreciate you listening, gentlemen, and I will see you in the next episode.